What were they thinking, studios, two weeks ago? Okay, so, uh, yeah, Brendan, I got the, uh, I got the movie, uh, for our next, uh, co-host gig. I think you're really gonna like it. Alright, I'm listening. Okay, so it's, uh... It's better than Postal, right? Oh, uh, yes, 100%. I've already seen this movie. It's 100% better than Postal. Okay, thank God. Okay, so it's... Uh, there's a lot of street racing in it. Uh, it's got a, a, a famous kind of rapper, but he wants to break into acting. Uh, he's in it. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the, the action is it's pretty fast and and you know, you know, kind of furious. But and it came out in 2003. Oh, oh, freak, man, awesome! The 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 shitty too fast, too furious. That's a that's a terrible movie. I can't wait to talk about how bad it is. Well, you're going to have to, because that's not the movie I'm talking about. 2003? Yeah, 2003. Famous rapper, street racing. I'm obviously talking about Biker Boys with Kid Rock and Lawrence Fishburne and all those motorcycles. The fuck is Biker Boys? It's a street racing movie about motorcycles with Kid Rock and Lawrence Fishburne. Look, I think it's perfect because we're gonna we're gonna watch this, and uh, we're having you know we're having Jerrica on as our guest, and she loves extreme sports movies, so I think it's a perfect fit. Okay, we need to have a talk about that real quick, but first, let's just get this mini episode recorded. All right, hit the theme music then. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm on to pressure now. Question always come back to me What were they thinking now? Welcome, welcome, get your engines revved up. <laughs> you <laughs> because should have done uh, that. you should have done that in, in like a uh, rhyme, like uh, you know, uh, like Soul Train. Hurry, did. hurry, hurry! <laughs> You're terrible. Callback. Call <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of What Were They Thinking? I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And Nathan, we have a special guest. We do. Uh, ultimate Patreon supporter, Erica, is here. Welcome, Erica. Hello. And, of course, we picked this. Uh, this is your favorite film, is that right? Oh, no. This <laughs> <laughs> is not in my wheelhouse at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're talking about 2003's Biker Boys. I think, Nathan, the reason we talk about this movie is because we have... Do you agree? That was a waste of $100. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking when, I, when I, we talked about this and when I watched it, you had said that you had a copy. Or that you obtained uh, a copy, and I was under the impression that you actually owned, like, a physical copy of this. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. And it got me thinking, some of the mov- like the movies that we have done, do you think any one of them have just, like, spoken to someone in such a way that they 
become like a super fan of the movie. They have their own like a VHS and Blu-ray and DVD, and they have the soundtrack and the Japanese import of that soundtrack with the bonus tracks and everything. Uh, are you talking about yourself? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was waiting for for the payoff to be, and that someone is me. <laughs> no, not 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 at all. Okay, all right. Really like so, do, is there someone that has that? No, I don't know. I just it it just struck me like I thought it would be it it'd be interesting because I mean a lot of people will talk about movies that are universally loved, you know, but ones that are just kind of like shovelware of movies. But just that one person is spoken to just super loudly by that movie. Well, if any movie is going to take that crown, it's going to be 2003's <laughs> Biker Boys. Erica, how many copies do you now own of this film? Negative uh, eight. <laughs> no, I, uh, I had to rent this from the local video store and I got an odd look from the uh, person at the register. Because so. they were like, you know, this is terrible, right? <laughs> well, I, I go there pretty often, and it's not the normal thing that I would rent. So I said, it's for a podcast, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> we need, like, one of those hats that's like, this is for a podcast. <laughs> I, You know what? I think if I could just get, if I could sign uh, electronically every receipt that I've had for renting movies for this podcast through Google or YouTube, and just so that they wouldn't put this in my, oh, you watched this, so we recommend this. All my recommendations are all over the map now. Mm -hmm. Literally, we recommend you Schindler's List and Troll 2. <laughs> oh, but Biker Boys. Biker Boys. 2003. I was surprised that this was a thing, because I hadn't heard a goddamn thing about this movie. You never heard of this? Ever. Do either of you know what this movie cost or what it made in theaters? So I'm about to reveal this shit. Too much and very little. <laughs> and how much do you think the budget was? Ten million. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go 5.5. $24 million. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> Where did it go is my question. <sighs> wow. <laughs> and um, would you like to guess what it uh, made at the box office? I'm going to take Jerick, or Erica's answer from before. <laughs> <laughs> There's no J, Nathan. Right, I know. I'm going to take Erica's answer from before. 5.5 million. I'm going to half that. 2.5. Well, it actually made 23.5 million. What? What? <laughs> so. <laughs> it almost... Made its made budget back. <laughs> I mean, but really, that's a flop. Oh, yes. That's a big flop. And considering uh, it's a success, it has to be double its budget back, doesn't it? Yeah, at least, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if they had actually made the, if the budget had actually been what it looked like the budget had been, that would have been a smash success. Yeah. <laughs> because this movie did not look like a $20 million plus movie. Especially... <laughs> Right from the get-go, the opening credits, where it looks like someone is shooting this footage at a party, a motorcycle party, on a handy cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And we get, but we do get a lot of cool ass bike tricks and a close up on a lady's tattoo. It says, ride this, which (laughs) seems to be inviting all sorts of trouble. But like, it's just like a lower leg. Ride your lower leg. Maybe she's a dog lover. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I hope that's what it is. I took a lot of issue with the, um, not just that tattoo in particular, but the whole apartment tattooing aspect of it. I'm, that's not safe at all. Not that's not sanitary. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kids that don't seems, do that at home. It seems all. on the up and up to me. I don't know. <laughs> well, and I mean, right away. So we're in this club. Uh, you get a, a sign on the door saying no firearms, no ugly chicks and no bullshit. So, tells you right there, this movie's got an attitude. This movie was never screened in that clubhouse as well. <laughs> um, Terrence Howard is in this fucking movie. <laughs> in, like, the first, what, t- uh, five to ten minutes. His, by the way, Terrence Howard shows up, and he's all badass. But then Jimon Hunsu shows up, mm-hmm. uh, and we learn that Terrence Howard's badass name is Choo Choo. Yes. <laughs> like a fucking train. <laughs> you know what? Some childhood nicknames you cannot escape. I just like how he's like, man, when's he gonna get here? Oh, he'll be here. Just calm down, choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I knew I was in for something good. Did you notice that this movie or is based on an article? Like a news article? I read that where they're, they're all, they were all lawyers or something. Yeah, something bikers. like that. Yeah. Which there's only which, one kind of call to in the entire movie. Which, when we get there, I have to talk about that for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> because there's something, in that, there's something in that scene that blew my mind. Okay. All right, we'll get there, though. We'll get there, that's right. We do get Plays Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, rolling up, and they have like the that choreographed dismount. <laughs> yeah. So it's yes. like stomp the yard. But... I thought it was going to be, I legitimately thought there was going to be a musical number. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Wouldn't that have been too. great? Oh, we're the Black Knights. Uh. <laughs> and we've come for the fights. <laughs> no, but instead we get Orlando Jones as, oh, what the hell is his character's Soul name? Soul Train. Right. <laughs> Waxing <laughs> poetic about the Black Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish I had a clip of that because it's amazing, but <laughs> he, he just, you know, smoke is here to smoke you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fisher, by the way, his character's name is Smoke, and he's on a motorcycle on the back of a truck, I think, mm-hmm. when, when, the, when the biker gang arrives. I gotta wonder, too, like, how many times they've rehearsed this, like, little uh, choreograph thing. I'm guessing they would have hired folk with uh, <laughs> some choreographed. I mean, the twenty-four million dollars was spent. So, oh, I'm talking about like the characters in the movie, though. Uh, like oh. in, in the context <laughs> of the movie, like in are this they just like universe? Are they just like, all right, guys, we got the routine. Pat, pat, pat. Down, down, down. Up, up, down. Pat, pat. Okay, we got it. Good. Let's go. <laughs> I want to see with, like, the stereotypical, like, gay choreographer. (laughs) Bob Fosse directed. (laughs) But anywho, there's a big race. Choo-choo is going to race smoke. 
Right. And we meet Kid, played mm-hmm. by Derek Luke. Who is a prospect for the Black Knights. Yeah, and he's supposed to be 18. He looks like he's 30. <laughs> and I looked it up. He is. Tw- he was 29 when this movie was made. I didn't catch the part where he was supposed to be 18. So I was just operating under the assumption that he was in his mid-20s. I assumed that there was like a throwaway line where they were just like, uh, Smoke says something to the effect of like, you're only 18. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Also, is it just me or like doesn't isn't it weird that Jimon Hutsu is in this movie? It's weird, yes, because he, he's done he's kind some of a classy quality act. work. But that's the yeah. thing. Lawrence Fishburne has done some great work. Terrence Howard's done some great work. Mm-hmm. Uh Kid Rock's a person. <laughs> uh I'll debate that point. Well, I I made the mistake of punishing myself further and watched on the DVD the the making of and I I know and so apparently and here's how I think they got those people in it because apparently uh, Lawrence Fishburne Jaiman Hansu and a few other of the bigger names in it um, have actually been riding motorcycles for a number of years prior to this film so I think that's how they got them into it and saying, hey, we're going to do this movie about this subculture of, you know, L.A. biker gangs and you'll get to ride around on a motorcycle and do a bunch of wheelies for 90 minutes. <laughs> what do you think? Um, and they were like, sold. Yeah. I Actually, I just... it was going to be like a movie 43 type situation where they were kind of blackmailed <laughs> into doing it. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I'm pretty sure though. Now I know where the 24 million went. I'm, Kid, what's Kid Rock's asking price? In 2003, gotta be up there. Yeah, he was pretty popular. I mean, he's not well, in it a lot, but 12 pack of Budweiser. <laughs> 12 pack of Budweiser, and don't tell Pamela all the girls I slept with on set. Again, it was <laughs> 2003. Were they together? I think they were. Don't I? Believe oh, I she was still with Tommy Lee at the time. Uh, my Kid Rock timeline is all off. Was he still bow with the bow at the time? Uh, he was down, but down, but dang, get dang, diggy, diggy. Up, drop the boogie? Yep. Okay, so these motor- <laughs> this motorcycle race is taking place. It's an underground motorcycle race. And I gotta say, for something that's like under the radar, where they don't get busted by the cops, there's a lot of people there. I feel like they should have touched more on the idea of these guys being lawyers, all of them, right out of the gate. Uh, so that way they could have it like, well, I know this councilman or maybe some of the racers are actually cops and they're like, patrols aren't going to be around this area. So we'll do our races here tonight. Yeah, they kind of briefly say something about like, we can only hold the bridge for so long, but they don't really like explain what that means. <laughs> right. But uh, anyway, so yeah, kid played by Derek Luke. Again, he's 30 playing 18. And his dad is Eric LaSalle. Yeah. Slick Will. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, that's weird. Eric LaSalle is in the uh, is right away in the opening scene, but he's pretty far down the cast list. Surely he's in this whole movie. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Little did I know. I, I gotta say, this race, so Smoke and Choo Choo have their race. Choo Choo's bike malfunctions. And hilariously, I laughed out loud when the motorcycle careened into Will. 
just right to the face. <laughs> through like and, and when I say like he was in a motorcycle accident, I mean a motorcycle flew at his chest. <laughs> and just like crashed through the glass of like a store window or something. You know what I what what note I took when that happened? Yeah. Oof, he needs an ER doctor. Uh, uh I made the same joke. I'm like, quick, someone take him to ER. Yay! <laughs> oh, I just I just said he died as he lived with motorcycle riding in his heart. <laughs> uh, so Will is uh, most assuredly deceased. Yes. And so is Choo Choo, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> Funny you should say that. I subjected Patty to this, and uh, we watched it, and when Kadeem Harrelson's character shows up, in his wheelchair and everything, uh, Patty thought that was Terrence Howard. It would have made sense if he Be- played that part. Because she was... She, there was nothing for poor Choo Choo. She just figured, oh, he survived, now he's in a wheelchair and is guilt-ridden. They should have... They should have. So during this next funeral scene, they should have cut, like, uh, to a, like panned over down the line, and it's like Choo Choo's tombstone, there's like three people there. <laughs> there's like there's like one guy on like a little like tricycle just like trying to rev an engine <laughs> considering how the poor fella died it seems kind of rude to just show up <laughs> in a line and start revving your motorcycles well yeah it's like remember how it happened huh, huh? Run, run. Uh, oh. but I do like so this this funeral scene for Slick Will. Um, this, when all the roses are slowly going in, and then all of a sudden it's just like a thousand roses. Yeah, and then especially so, Smoke gets out of the car or gets off his motorcycle, sorry, and has this like banner that he made, and it looks like he's gonna like gently drape it over the coffin, and then if if you watch it, he just kind of drops it, <laughs> just kind of crumples in a heap. <laughs> that was definitely Lawrence Fishburne be like, all right, look, this is the best take we got. Just just go with it. <laughs> I can't drape it gracefully, guys. <laughs> I just want to ride my bike. And I guess this is where one of my big problems with the movie kind of starts. Lawrence Fishburne's character, Smoke. in reality, was in no way, shape, or form responsible for the death of his father. No, uh, lack of physics. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, it, to me, it would have been better had Patty's idea happened, because then we'd have somebody for Kid to be angry at throughout the movie with a legitimate reason. Well, and, like, I don't know, like, I swear... That had to have been the original idea, because the guy in the the guy, the character in the wheelchair, it seems like that should be Choo Choo. Mm. Like it, it, yeah, to have a character to be like for for kid, like you said, for kid to be like angry at and everything. Yeah, with otherwise it's just like, oh, who are you even <laughs> blaming? Let's fast forward, fast forward, six months later. Six months later. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, though, six months later, unnecessary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what What has changed, really? He, you could have just shown him, like, going to a race and hustling someone. You don't, really don't need the six months later tag. It could have just been a throwaway line. Kid, we haven't seen you in six months. <laughs> yeah. Boom, I just... 
I love this uh, thing in movies where they have like a whatever later, and it's just like nothing has changed. Like why? Why? <laughs> why, why are we doing this? Not to signify the passing of time. I mean, we've had a couple of movies on here where we're like, is this a day or a week later or a month later? I can't tell. <laughs> Did you guys feel like the actress playing Kid's mother was, like, a little too young to be his oh, mother? Oh, so hot. Way too young. <laughs> <laughs> I love so hot, way too young at the same time. <laughs> Not in that way, you creep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, she looked like she wasn't, I mean, the actress, I, I don't know how old she was, but she didn't look, like, any older than 40 at the most. Mm. And, again... He is 30. So. But he's supposed to be 18. <laughs> yeah, they just looked... I honestly... I thought it was like just like his older sister at first. But she kicks his ass at video games. Yeah, with that fat PS2. <laughs> Love that. I was like, oh, I remember those. They sucked. <laughs> the my, uh, my husband was watching this with me, and he took, uh, he took issue with how they were using the controllers. He's like, that's not how you play. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Again, that's another movie thing where, like, clearly when they're, like, when the camera's on them with the controllers, they don't know what's on the screen. So she's like, just bash buttons. (laughs) Remember Evil Bong? They were playing Super Nintendo with an Xbox controller. Yep. (laughs) With the sounds of not Super Mario. Right. So Kid is uh, six months older. He's a much older man now. He, uh... (laughs) His he tells his mom like I gotta get out of here I got I'm gonna I'm gonna totally go get a bite to eat but really he's going to the races that's held in a car graveyard yeah that's where I that's where I hold my motorcycle races <laughs> and then someone's getting an offspring tattoo <laughs> uh, <laughs> at, at, wait, outside yeah so like, with mean, like. Come on, take that inside your private domicile apartment. Doing <laughs> yeah. a tattoo outside is so unsanitary. <laughs> yeah, that apartment was super sanitary. Um, but anyway, we meet, uh, I think this is where we meet Lorenz Tate playing Wood. Yes. Which is a good name for him because he's basically a walking boner. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one getting the offspring tattoo. Yeah, and he endears himself to us by saying he's going to brand his lady with his name yeah yeah you want he's like she's gonna get a tattoo of my name on her ass because you know that that's the cornerstone of a strong relationship and the ultimate signifier that that relationship is built to last exactly no one's ever regretted that ever (laughs) never it's it's actually on wikipedia i just looked up ass tattoos and it says fun fact it's never been a regret of anyone But, yeah, uh, so this guy, I mean, he's not super important. He's part of the biker gang called The Strays, led by Kid Rock, who plays the character Dog. Okay, so I gotta get this out of the way. Why does 2003 Kid Rock look like 2019 Macaulay Culkin? (gasps) My husband said the same thing. Right? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Thank you, I'm not alone. Wait, do you think it's some sort of like? Do you think they've been tricking us all along? Macaulay Culkin's actually dead. Oh, he's I, I I'm fully under the impression that he's a time lord. 
and that <laughs> Kid Rock, 2003 Kid Rock, is indeed 2019 Macaulay Culkin, but after he's traveled back into the past using the power of the TARDIS. I have no idea if any of this is Doctor Who correct, but I'm <laughs> thinking it is. I, I Now I really want to see Home Alone with Kid Rock. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that was a guitar for you listeners out there. So did Kid Rock work at Subway 2 then? <laughs> Wait, Macaulay Culkin worked at Subway? Yeah. What? For yeah, a very he, long time. <laughs> he had he had some rough years. Man, can you imagine how rough that would be working at Subway? And like everybody coming in and being like, the Home Alone guy! I, I, you know what? I would just be... I get that all the time. <laughs> I, I would love, though, if like one guy came in and was like, Hey, I know you from The Good Son. <laughs> he probably would come out from behind the counter and hug the person. Thank you. Thank you. He's like, oh, you're in Home Alone too. You son of a bitch. And slaps him with the Italian bread. So, yeah, so this scene, so Kid and, it turns out Kid and this uh, white dude named Stuntman have been hustling another uh, biker. Yes. Because he basically says, like, oh, that drunk guy over there thinks he can beat you. I bet you can't. Uh, he, sa- he says, I bet $500 on it or whatever he says. And the helmet. Yeah. What, what is that? On Stuntman, doesn't he take it off? No, but that's, like, okay. It seems like throughout the entire movie, every race is, I bet you, X amount of dollars and your helmet. Yeah, I guess it's like a trophy thing. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't seem like a sustainable uh, <laughs> system. I, I feel that Lawrence Fishburne would just have a room with helmets stacked upon each other. Well, if we're to believe how successful he is, he must have a fucking house full of helmets. Right? Yeah. Which I don't know, like, what's the what's the exchange rate on those? I don't know. Maybe you can, like, you know, pawn them or donate them to, like... You know, a charity would get the kids off the street and on I was the street say, bikes. I was going to say, you mean like a charity to get school books for kids in the community? Yeah, but for, <laughs> you know, helmets for kids who want to risk their <laughs> life and limb on street bikes. So, Stuntman and this other fellow, they have a race. And kids like, I'm just going to do a bunch of stunts in the middle of your race. It yep. seems to me that's the sort of thing that would lead to a severe ass whooping in the biker community. But, and it does, right? No. No. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very confused about this race because no helmet guy, stuntman, is racing is it Tyrese Gibson, I think. Don. <laughs> uh, and. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically Tyrese. And then, um, you know, Kid comes in and cuts through the race, and then somehow that means Donnie loses. I was very confused about him being able to do that. No one, like you said, beating the shit out of him for interrupting their race, and therefore how Donnie loses because of what he did. Yeah, and Donnie took it real well, too. Yeah. Yeah, he basically had that moment where he's like, Man, I don't know what the fuck you just did, but I respect you. Mm-mm. No. no. And I'm like, what? 
He just ruined your race and cost you like five hundred dollars. Also, yeah, I yeah, d- stuntman won. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense because it just looks like they kind of arrived at the same time. <laughs> it seems to yeah. me that it should have been a no contest, uh, but I think that the 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 line judge was crooked, like that Earl Hebner fella. <laughs> they, they should have had a rematch at Motorcycle Mania. Right. <laughs> but first he's got to win the Motorcycle Rumble, so he's got to get another shot at it. Well, it starts the road to Motorcycle Mania. <laughs> Man, you know what? That in that in that case, Elimination Chamber kind of still works. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all so. notice the uh, the music that was playing during that race? Oh, I'm gonna fly. It was like piano, like slow oh. music. It did not match a fast paced race at all. Nope. <laughs> there's the a music- lot of that in the movie. There's a lot of music that just doesn't match up with what's happening in the scene. For something that's supposed to be an action movie, they really did not hit hit the <laughs> mark there. Wouldn't it be great if just, like, in the middle of the race, just like, Rocket Man! <laughs> <laughs> you could tell everybody this is your song. Yeah, it, it was it was strange. It's like the guy doing the music was like, uh, I gotta get off work, gotta get off work. This one works. <laughs> I think at one point in one of, like, the dance party scenes, too, they had... Um, some hip-hop song that was covering Toto's Africa, and I nearly <laughs> lost my shit. I'm like, this is worse than the fucking Aquaman one. I was mad. <laughs> there was also there was also, uh, at the funeral, it sounded like they started playing the beginning of uh, Landslide. <laughs> and I was like, well, this kind of fits, I guess, as a funeral scene, but, like, holy, over-the-top, like, sappy song. Yeah. So what we're saying is, buy the soundtrack. It's available yes. on Columbia Records. I don't know. And the Japanese import with the extra tracks. Yeah, it comes as a two-pack with Rad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so after this hustle, uh, we find out... Well, we don't know what's a hustle, but then we find out that Stuntman and Kid were working together. But they get interrupted by uh, Primo Cologne. <laughs> because his name is Primo, so he, I've decided that's who he is. Played by Benny from Reaper. And also the dude from, uh, he's in, like, uh, Old School, is what I know from for some reason. Okay. And he, his name is Spanish in Old School. <laughs> 2003 was a weird year, you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he shows up and he's basically like, I'm on to you, because I, I saw you pull this hustle in another town. So I'm going to blackmail you into starting a bike gang, and I, I'm going to be part of it. So let's do this thing. It's nice that they have this multicultural agreement. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's basically a meeting of the UN. Yeah. And oh, once they all <laughs> come to the uh, resolution that they're going to they're gonna start uh, a three-man biker club, what, 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 what do they do? Road skating. Oh my God. Stoppies. Which I still don't know what that is, but uh, someone nope. said it. <laughs> no idea. I know wheelies. I get is stoppies maybe just like where you're you balance on your bike and like don't actually move. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's that like um, military precision kickstanding they all do. I don't know. <laughs> it's the trick riding with sparky shoes. <laughs> I oh, love the sparky it. shoes. <laughs> yeah, road skating. <laughs> But after their road skating, we go to the Council of the Elders. Oh, Jesus. 
But yeah, they have this like council of elders with all the like bike gang leaders. Um, and also, be- just because I just recently watched it not that long ago, it just reminded me of like a scene from the Full Monty. <laughs> so it was like when they're auditioning dancers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I was hoping Kid was just gonna like put on some moves, but it didn't happen. But he basically is going before this council. Kid is uh, to get to apologize for his kind of showmanship. He tells them, no, 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 I wasn't hustling you. No way, no way, no how. And they uh, they, they vote for his uh, for his biker gang. How do they vote? Uh, it looks like they get some indigestion. <laughs> they, all put, they all very dramatically put their fists to their heart <laughs> as like a right on kind of thing. And the funny thing is like everybody does it and then smoke like hesitates and like dramatic pause. I approve. And it it just seems like if somebody had some bad brisket beforehand, <laughs> it would lead to false votes. <laughs> like, these guys are just eating brisket? <clears throat> well, don't you? Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm not a motorcycle I'm just person. saying, I mean, if it appeals to you, it would appeal to them. I mean, everybody loves a good brisket. I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe a more appropriate signal would have been that, like, air vroom vroom with the wrist that they did. <laughs> I would, wouldn't it have been great if, like, the Council of the Elders 2 was, like, outside so they could just be sitting on their bikes? I think, no, I like Erica's idea because, if I could just add to it, instead of just doing the, the hand, they went, rim, rim, rim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Kickstarter, we're going to write a new script. It's going to be <laughs> much better <laughs> and much dumber. <laughs> if they did like the uh, the South Park motorcycle gang, like... <laughs> 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 uh, so after he gets approval and they're like, what are you going to name your bike gang? Biker Boys! <sighs> but uh, when we that go back happened, to- was Mariah there hitting you in the ribs with her elbow, going, eh? Eh? It's no. the name of the movie! <laughs> unfortunately, but I did, unfortunately, no, but I did it to myself. <laughs> and now I have bruised ribs. Soon after this, we get the romantic love interest of the movie. A very, a, a very well-written part, I will say. Mm. <laughs> but uh, the tattoo artist, Tina, played by Megan Good. Mm-hmm. It, like Erica said, uh, very sanitary tattoo uh, methods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just upsets me. Doing it out of her own apartment, and uh, that actually it's a callback because we see Woods Woods girlfriend or uh, lady friend getting uh, Woods name on her butt, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, so you're gonna do this on your butt too, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 sure." Kid shows up, and I guess. Because earlier we didn't really mention it, but he kind of hit on her when he was a prospect, and she was like, you're a prospect. But now, he's doing tricks and wheelies and stopping. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's frame it like that. He's doing motorcycle tricks, because the way you just said it makes him sound like a male prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's he's, he's turning tricks on his motorcycle. I wish that was what happened. (laughs) <laughs> Urban Cowboy Part Two. He's just keep every other detail in there, but just add that he's also a male prostitute for no reason. <laughs> well, but, Kareem Harrelson was in a 
wheelchair for no reason. <laughs> That's true. Again, Terrence Howard should have yeah. been Terrence Howard. So he goes, yeah. So he goes over to the to see this girl Tina, and she basically is like, you know, hit the bricks. He gives her flowers, and then I don't want to skip. I don't skip too much, but when he goes back later, she is like basically just like melting. Yeah, she's she's kind of a kooky chick. <laughs> she starts off like, "Get out of my face!" And like ten minutes later, she's like, "Make." They're like, "Make it out!" Right after she gave him a new tattoo. And what was the tattoo, by the by? Oh, I had it written down. Burn rubber, not your soul. Deep. That's well. I mean, that's what uh, his dad said to Lawrence Fishburne just before he died. So. Yeah, I think it was their mantra. They they explore it later in the movie. Yes, in depth. Uh, yeah. So you know, he he goes over there and whatever. She tells him to hit the bricks. Uh, <laughs> this is a weird scene of like this scene doesn't have really anything to do with the plot, but we had like Primo talking about how he was the victim of like a gang assault burglary, basically. Yes. Yeah. And his buddies are like, "Haha, you're the comic relief." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I, the only thing I could think of that scene serving purpose for would be just to show that they're their camaraderie, that they're actually gelling as like a group of friends. I don't know if that's something I would like laugh at though. I I maybe if like he said, maybe if like he said, you know, because he hooks up with a girl in a hotel. Maybe if he said like, "Oh, she's handcuffing me," and then she stole my stuff, I'd be like, "Oh, that's funny." But he says. Not only that, but if, like, five guys came in and beat the shit out of him. And they had to ride home butt naked. Yeah. That's a tragic tale. He's still Although, alive. No, he's a ghost. That's the, that's the twist. Don't oh. don't ruin it, Nathan. Oh, so- ghost Rider. Holy <laughs> time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Crossover movie. <laughs> so we're just going to smash cut to a bikini bike wash. For school books for kids in the community. Right. Which I don't know why, but that just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Especially because, like, just, like, scantily clad women just washing their bikes. And one dude. Yeah, and as soon as the dude comes out, every, all the guys are like, No, gross! <laughs> like, it's a, like ten girls come out, and one guy, and they're like, Uh-uh! <laughs> I'm very... I'm, and even, I'm very even some of the girls were like, Nope. Well, one of the girls, because they, one of the girls, they keep implying as a lesbian, which they never explore upon. <laughs> Such so a you, waste of time. You, you were waiting for that character to become uh, more prominent. I, I wanted that subplot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, guys, we didn't even mention Lisa Bonet is in this movie. <laughs> yes, she is. Ah, yeah. What I don't even know what her the purpose of her character is other than just a comfort smoke. I just assumed it was Denise Cosby. Oh, that last name Denise paints Huxt- such a different Huxtable. image these days. Huxtable. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Huxtable. Uh, it was the Cosby yeah, show, but the family was the Huxtables. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. <laughs> the girls come out, and the bikini girls come out, and... I, I, you know, they're treated very, very well. Smoke has one bent over, basically, at one point. Uh, it was the 90s, guys. It was eh. 2003. It was the 90s. <laughs> this movie feels like it was made in the 90s. It does. 
I'm going to put out that theory. Just like way back when we thought Hollywood Homicide took place around the time of O.J. Simpson. Yeah. In a say, I think this was filmed in 1997. <laughs> Just delayed upon delayed. <laughs> yep. They wanted to make sure they got it perfect. Well, yeah, you want to get, you know, there's something like this. You need to get it just so. Yep. Uh, my two favorite characters show up at this point. Uh, because, you know, kids got to add more people to the Biker Boys crew. Right. You get these two Asian fellas. They say, your flow is off the chains. Off the heezy. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm reading it in my own voice. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're pretty, that scene is pretty cringy but uh, yeah they, they join and the best thing is like later when they're all posing together and they're just like <laughs> they try to look tough it's mm. the silliest thing ever aren't they wear, writing uh, they look like uh, quad like runners dirt. yeah, yeah. It's not even motorcycles yeah I'm like don't you all have to be on a motorcycle to be in a motorcycle gang I guess not I, mean, I bet you those actors were like, "Yeah, we we we're not doing, we can't do that. We can't ride motorcycles." Maybe there, this movie is just a lot deeper than we realize, and that the biker boys are about everyone being Tol- allowed in and included. Tolerance and acceptance. Well, I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. I mean, they're a very multicultural street gang. They are. Uh, you got stuntman, who's the the white Irish dude, uh, <laughs> kid, and you got. Primo, who's Hispanic, and then now we've got a couple of Asian guys who are joining up. I mean, it's it's it really is uh, a message of tolerance and acceptance. Uh, sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we got Primo, who's a former tag team champion. <laughs> uh, but this is yeah. So this bikini bike wash i mean you know some shit goes down but the main thing here that goes down is that kid rock wants to challenge smoke to mm-hmm. a race i'm gonna say this though kid rock if you're gonna play a character with an open shirt like that maybe get in a little bit better shape first <laughs> i mean really i mean i don't know <laughs> it just looked weird like i, I thought he, he's like showing off his like abs that weren't there didn't, wasn't he always like not wearing a shirt in his videos like was, i don't think he's ever had a body different than that so no. i think he's just you know comfortable in his unattractive body <laughs> and hey oh, i'm not saying you know anything what? like to... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shaming him just for like that just the fact that he's it, it looks like a scene where it, when he stayed like that it sh- he should look somewhat impressive and it's just like wait what okay now to further my point from before about how 2003's Kid Rock looks like 2019 Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Why does 2019 Kid Rock look like Dr. Phil dressed up like Kid Rock? <laughs> I saw that picture, actually. Right? Yeah, that's weird. So, Dr. Phil is also a Time Lord? I guess. Or Kid Rock is? <sighs> This is a this is a mystery that will be us for years. Mm. Babies from an alternate universe or dimension, <laughs> like Showgirls Two. Oh God, <laughs> I never want to talk about that movie again. I certainly love talking about the alternate dimension versions of it. 
Yeah, fun fact, everyone. If you watch Showgirls 2 in Canada, and then for some reason you watch it again in the United States, you're probably going to get a completely different version. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I watched a two-and-a-half-hour version. <laughs> <laughs> Not recommended. No. No. Unless you want to, like... I don't know. Anyway, th- th- let's talk about Showgirls 2. Let's get let's back talk to... About the, yeah. Kid Rock and Smoke are having their race. Yes. You know, smoke wins. No big, no big surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> so Kid Rock has to give up his helmet. And he when did he not goes, take that well. No, he threw it into the ocean. But when he did that, at first I thought he was going to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I was like, is either he's either going to bash him in the head or give him a little kiss. Yeah, and they keep talking like you're saying, like go fetch bad dog. Oh, the puns, the puns. Oh yeah, Orlando Jones is like that's not a dog, that's a bitch. Yeah, and I said, and I and then, to which I replied, but that's still a dog technically. Fair, right? Yeah. right in the fucking <laughs> definition. Uh, did you guys notice that Smoke was wearing assless chaps over his jeans? No, those <laughs> those are normal for what? for bikers. Yeah, uh, it was alarming. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he forgot the jeans. <laughs> that, that, yes, that would be bad. Ugh. But as the song says, just when you thought it was over, the biker boys show up. Yes, with their two guys on quads. Yeah, looking like the most intimidating biker gang you've ever seen. With their red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Hell yeah. The human so, torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Uh, Kid is there to race uh, Jimon Hutsu, whose character's name is Motherland, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But he he made a fashionably late entrance, and they're like, we can't hold the bridge, man! And again, I'm like, what? <laughs> so so they race, but the cops show up. Mm-hmm. And this Wait, is what I want to... there a line here where someone says, you're just blowing smoke? Ugh. I yeah. laughed so hard. Especially with the revelation later, but I don't want to get into that yet. (laughs) Uh, But this is what I want to talk about for approximately the next hour and a half. (laughs) What the fuck? So he he gets arrested. Kid gets arrested. Mm -hmm. The only one arrested, by the way. Yes. Um, Soul Train, Orlando Jones, is like also a lawyer we find out here. What the fuck is that briefcase he had? Please tell me someone else noticed. <laughs> I I noticed it, but I yeah I was like, it looked like the type of um, sort of cross shoulder satchel that you would use if you were riding a motorcycle. So it's like he doesn't have a briefcase for his actual profession and just uses it all the time. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think the thing that got me was that it was double ended. Yeah, like there were two satchels connected by with a shoulder strap i was just like what <laughs> the, the one in the front is for my lawyer stuff the one in the back is my overnight bag <laughs> <laughs> uh but again this is the only scene where they mention that anyone any one of them are lawyers yes it's so Which... weird like because that like you said the true story is that these bikers were lawyers by day and like basically having underground motorcycle races at night but I mean, was that, like, the contractually obligated thing? Like, 
oh, well, if we include this one scene of him being a lawyer, we could say it's based on a true story. Oh, I'm guessing this got rewritten. What? No. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping, or thinking, or hoping that uh, the original version of the script was a lot more about them being lawyers by day and street racers at night. I think what happened is uh, they were like, okay, so we found out today that Kid Rock does not play a convincing lawyer. So <laughs> we're going to put the kibosh on that. <laughs> what about the scene of Orlando Jones? We kind of need that. Yeah, he can still be a lawyer, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but, you know... Kid's, kid's mother's not happy. She finds out he's been racing. He's been yes. doing the underground racing. And, uh, you know, that's how that's how his father died. In a motorcycle accident. And what do they call s- motorcycle racers in the ER? Organ donors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so scary. Because, I mean, if it's one thing that makes 18-year-olds listen, it's a talking to by their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Every time that happened, I immediately stopped what I was doing. Yeah. Oh, I kept every promise I made to my parents when I was a teenager. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes it seem so out of character that he would do, you know, what he does in the rest of the movie. It's, yeah, it's so not a cliche at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, don't do drugs. Okay, mother, I will not ever do drugs. I was legitimately waiting for her to just start whooping his ass right there in the car. I, I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so he, he bas- she basically makes him promise to never go back and race again. He's like, yeah, I'm never going to race again. And then, uh, then the credits go up and that's the end of the movie, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we got to go to the... To the dance club. Oh, he's got to take his mom to the dance. His mom is his date. That's cute, you guys. Come on. Yeah. Oh, did you? And I, I think it was a little further back, but when it was during the sort of montage of kid building up his whole crew of biker boys and they had their own sort of dance party, that there was a painting of The yes. Last Supper. Yes. Did you see that? Yes. But it's the Last Supper with Kid in the middle. Yeah. He, he made himself Jesus. I did not notice that at all. Oh, yeah. oh man, you gotta just Nathan. After this, you gotta just go back and watch that passion montage. And it's it's in that. It's just oh man, yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. He takes his mother to this dance club, and which has a boxing ring, by the way. Yes. Because, you know, why not? does, right? Yep. Yeah. At a motorcycle club, gotta have boxing ring just in case. Oh, you know what? Uh, I know it's uh, another, you know, movie or television representation, but they did on Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans, so. I haven't seen either of those. Great, great shows. Wait, Sons of Anarchy is not better than this, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's got fewer rappers, so so like uh, so like I said, clearly not better, right? Yeah, it's got King Arthur in it, right? It does, and Hellboy. <laughs> Wait, old Hellboy or yes. new Hellboy? Old Hellboy and oh. Peggy Bundy. Yes, oh, I'm sold. Ron Perlman and King Arthur. I'm in. 
uh okay guys i gotta play this uh clip here because we have a big reveal coming up okay so <laughs> this this blew my mind <laughs> so uh Basically, what happens? Let's, let's do the lead up to it. So, so kid is in this club in the club with his uh, everybody getting tipsy, you know, and his mother's there, and he's basically just trying to stay out of the way, playing pool until Wood comes up, and starts antagonizing him, wants him to race against Dog, aka Kid Rock, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, blah blah blah, but then eventually he like makes fun of his you know dead father, which is a great great way to get him angry i guess yeah and he's talking about self-respect with the hat that he's wearing in this scene <laughs> yeah you just made your girlfriend get a tattoo of your name on her ass yeah so yeah he uh he basically is like no come r- come out and ride against dog right now and he's like fine and they go out there they're about to have the race uh but kid's mother goes and finds smoke and is like listen we have to talk and this happens. I've already lost one of my own to this bullshit. I'm not looking to lose my baby. Well, I'm not the one you need to be talking to. Well, I am talking to you. He don't listen to me, Anita. He ain't paid attention to a word I said since Will died. Now, what makes you think he's going to pay two shits of attention to, to what I got to say now? You told me if I ever needed anything, you got me. Oh, you did say that, yeah, didn't you? Well, yeah, I'm come asking on, you Anita. to stop it. Well, what am I supposed to do? You know how to set go? What, I'm supposed to just jump up and say, hey, 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 no, y'all can't do this. A man has laid down a challenge. It's been accepted. I can't stop that. That ain't how we do this. I ain't asking you how you do it. I'm telling you what you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, why the hell would I do that? Because he's your son. <laughs> Turns out, kid is Smoke's son, not Will's. Uh, it honestly doesn't change a lot. Nope. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Smoke is like, oh, I'm his dad? Okay, I'm immediately gonna act like his dad now. <laughs> Even though I didn't know about this for 20, or for 18 years. Oh, I, uh, 30 years. Wait, 18. Yeah. So he, um, he goes and confronts Kid and is like, yeah, you're not doing this race. And he beats the shit out of him and steals his keys. I think he could still think of Will as his father because he kind of was there for him all, the, all the all his life, right? I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, I'd, I'd be pretty upset, but it doesn't change a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not you're not in that situation, but I feel like that's the same way. It's like Will was his father. He's the one who raised them. So, yeah, yeah. Although I mean... <laughs> the uh, the the whooping. That gets laid down is 100% a dad ass kicking. <laughs> Especially well, in the by, bar. By smoke? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have a full on bar fight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so smoke walks out. Kid is upset. He yells at his mom. He moves in with his girlfriend. And this is where. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, this is where the montage comes in, Erica, the one you were talking yeah. about. Because okay. he has the big biker boys meeting, and he's fed up, and he's like, we doing wheelies? We doing stoppies? <laughs> We're gonna hustle everyone. Because ba- ba- biker boys make their own rules. That's right, and that's what the song, Passion, uh, uh, you know how it is. <laughs> All I could think was hustle, motherfucking hustle. <laughs> um, 
all I wrote down was it was irresponsible to throw cash at someone. Because there's a scene where he clearly just, like, won a race or something, and someone just throws the money at him, and it just comes down slow motion. I was like, you know how long it's going to take to get all that? <laughs> he doesn't even I, make an attempt to catch it. I saw the amount of uh, uh, biker boys that they had recruited during this montage, and all I could think of was, wow, biker boys is easier to get into than University of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in the Biker Boys. Do you have a first name? Yeah, you're in. You're in. <laughs> but all this hustling catches up to them. This hustle, motherfucking hustling, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the movie gets a dark for a second. Because one guy's like, I'm going to kill you. And basically puts a gun up to Kid's head. Yeah. Because he's been hustled. And Smoke breaks it up. What does he agree to give him? Like $1,600 or something? Double that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and for like, some reason, he's wearing Sergeant Pepper's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it was laundry day, Nathan. Come on. Yes. <laughs> he's got to wear his old stuff. But yeah, the uh, the biker boys, like, hustled some legit biker gang. Yeah. Like, one percenters. Not, not the group that he hangs out with. The lawyers by day and bikers by night. The bikers by every pretty much, moment of the day. They they pretty much hustled like a gang out of like Goodfellas or something. Yeah, because they <laughs> first instinct is to take out a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Smoke saves the day, and we get this little confrontation between Kid and Smoke. This conversation scene, and we get our PG thirteen f bomb. Ah, yeah. He says, fuck you, Smoke. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> Way to use it when you need it. That's right. I love the PG-13 F-bomb. <laughs> I like it because it's like, they, they almost every movie, when it's done terribly, it's like, it's done as if it's supposed to be a big moment. Like, this is where we picked our F-bomb. Yeah! <laughs> so it has more impact. Yeah. But uh, this is where we get the big setup because Smoke is like, "All right, listen, we'll fu- we'll I'll race you, but we have to we have to do it. If I if I win, you have to stop uh, racing. Basically, you're done." Mm-hmm. And Kid is like, "Well, if I win, you have to stop racing." And yes, bet is on. But my question is, I mean, why if we're building up to this big race between these two? Why do we have a race between Kid and Kid Rock? Kid and Kid Rock. Uh, yeah. Why? Why does that need to happen? That was a weird thing. I was confused about that too. Like when they get to the actual racetrack, I thought that was where he w- was going to race Smoke, and then he's racing Dog, and I super confused about. I mean, maybe it has something to do with the whole biker racing hierarchy. Or something like that? I don't know. From my understanding, this (laughs) stuff that they were doing, uh, it was like race wars. Not not like that. No, not like that. (laughs) Holy shit, baby. Like like from Fast and the Furious. (laughs) It's like a festival out in the desert where they race. It has nothing to do with what race of human they are. Like a fire festival? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Except this one really happens. <laughs> it's a race war! <laughs> <laughs> That's oh what they God. called it in 
Fast and the Furious. <laughs> That's because Paul Walker was in it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Anyhow, that I think that's the only reason why I can think of that kid would be racing against dog is because it was just another race at this festival. <laughs> this yep, so war after- where people so, raced. So the race war <laughs> takes place. <laughs> there are casualties. <sighs> uh, oh, it only took. 66 episodes to get Nathan to say race war. <laughs> it was at this point when I was we were watching the movie that Patty was freely getting into this movie. She's a big like Fast and the Furious fan. So when they actually were racing, she was like super jazzed to be watching the uh the movie. Yeah, well, I mean the thing the thing with this movie though I find is like yes, the race scenes at least break up like the re- well, they're pretty ridiculous too, but they, they, you know, their action scenes. I find the racings are really quick. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they didn't have it in the budget. Well, <laughs> yeah, but they're also supposed to be quarter mile races too, right? True. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you watch, like, something like Fast and the Furious, which I don't think, like, the first or the second one had as big of a budget as they do now. No. But the races in those movies were actually, like, you know, big, uh, like, centerpieces, right? For the most part. Set piece, not a centerpiece. It wasn't presented on a table with flowers and stuff. I, think I mean, there's maybe... more, like, there's more wheelies and stoppies and revving than there is actual time on screen of races happening. I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> so Smoke has this race again, uh, has a race war with Kid Rock. <laughs> or not Smoke, sorry. Kid! Kid. As a race war with Kid Rock. And it it's weird, too, because it kind of makes him look terrible because Kid Rock just runs him off the track, like, immediately, and he's out. Like, he loses. No, it's a no contest. Uh, okay, well, he looks like a loser anyway. <laughs> because it's very early in the race. I mean, again, these races are, like, a minute long, but still. That's, that's and pretty long like, for a quarter mile. Well, I mean, a minute long of, of screen time. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Smoke is like, you know, you can't... Our race is tomorrow, which again, I was like, what? <laughs> Why would you have them <laughs> day after the other one? Oh, well. Uh, so Change he's like, of... our race is to... What's that? Change of venue. Yeah, he's like, we can't... We can't do it here though, because there's too much there's too much attention on this place now, and the police want to shut it down because now it's dangerous. So we're gonna go to this farm. <laughs> I paid off a greedy farmer to use his farm as a racetrack. I'm like, whatever, movie. <laughs> At this point, Brendan was like, I'll accept just about anything. Come on, yeah. what you got? <laughs> oh, Kid Rock's an alien. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, smoke is actually just Morpheus from the Matrix. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> I was expecting that twist too. What if I told you? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get to the final race. Oh, actually, we should say that uh when so when his bike is messed up and smoke is like, "Oh, you can't race me tomorrow, blah blah blah. Your bike is too destroyed he's like no we're still doing it and then we get this like respect moment even though dog like basically tried to injure him mm-hmm. kid rock still shows up and is like our boys are gonna fix your bike <laughs> well he shows up and i mean he's kind of like S- smoke's adversary 
for the lack yeah. of a better term. And, you know, it's a, 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 a young uh, son trying to take down his newly discovered father with the help of the father's yeah, kind of sworn enemy. It's very Shakespearean <laughs> if you're an idiot. <laughs> it makes it more Shakespearean because the title uh, has a Z at the end. Right. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, okay, here's my theory. Does Smoke have distorted vision? I think he has a severe case of myopia or something. Because every time he goes to race, we see, like, his point of view. And, yeah, it looks like his vision is messed. I know what they're trying to do, but it's only for him. Yep. And and my favorite thing is one of the races, he sees, like, you see, like, his weird tunnel vision thing. And <laughs> there's, like, flashbacks in his vision. Mm-hmm. Of, like, things we've already seen in the movie. <laughs> uh, like, so, what is going on? He's supposed to be in the zone. He's a mole, right? <laughs> At the like, first, and I don't... They talk about him being just, like, being in the zone when he's racing. And all he sees is the race. And flashbacks. Right. Well, that's what, you know, cause... Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is guys the big race because kid rock is like just take my bike and beat him beat smoke i was just gonna say like one thing that really upset me about this scene is i felt really bad for the horses i was like they didn't (laughs) want to be in this movie nope (laughs) although i will say it would have been awesome if they had a horseback ride for the final race yeah that would have been great and it would be great if, like, they took, like, the harness and they made, like, the revving motion and they ADR'd some actual motorcycle sounds in. <laughs> that's, that's, how my, that's how my movie's ending. I'm, re- I'm surprised nobody made a steel horse reference. Yeah. Right? And, like, Kid Rock could have made it and then been like, huh, just kidding, whoever came up with that was a hack. <laughs> we do find out that, uh... Soul Train. I think it was Soul Train. Every time I hear Soul Train, by the way, I want to sing that Soul Glow song from what? Coming to America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that Soul Train, I think it's him, is the sergeant at arms for Smokes. Like, Are they mean, one is... percenters? <laughs> is this <laughs> Republican humor? <laughs> <laughs> no, because... The minorities are treated with respect in this one. <laughs> I only ask because, like, I hear sergeant at arms. I, you know, that's a that's a military thing. People who go into like battle or fights, they use it in um, Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans and stuff like that. But they're, you know, motorcycle gangs who get into altercations. These guys are just like lawyers by day. So are they like? Is he a legit sergeant? Are they armed? I I gotta know. I'm going to say yes. Imagine if this oh. movie had ended with a shootout. That would have been poor uh, taste. <laughs> so I got so yeah, much boasting. I was unsettled by the amount of boasting in this movie. Oh, when he was like, they were going back and forth about how like biker boys are yellow and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I wasn't really upset. <laughs> I just like talking about boasting. Okay. Final race at the farm. Yep. Weird choice. Very yes. weird choice. Super weird. Spooking the horses. Yep, spooking the horses. Erica was not happy. 
No. Patty was <laughs> super into it at this point. <laughs> okay, so, guys, long story short, Smoke throws the race. Yeah. The because hell? He ma- yeah. So, in a moment where you're supposed to have, like, Kid win this, like, triumphant have this triumphant moment, he only wins because Smoke is like, I'm gonna let him win. Isn't that kind of weird? I, I didn't understand... There There's so many things I didn't understand about the final race, and that was part of it, because if Smoke is seeing all of these, like, flashbacks to, well, you have to protect him, You're, he's your son, and that sort of thing, how is it protecting him by a letting him win and get a false sense of victory. B now he's supposedly the king of Cali, and he's going to have to continue to race and defend that crown. And then also, there's no one at the finish line to see who won. Right. So <laughs> I, I don't. Where is they watching through binoculars? Because when everyone comes up, they're like cheering for kid. But he doesn't take the... I'm so confused. He doesn't take the helmet, so there's no signifier to show that he won the race. Did yeah. it Did it air on ESPN? Well... <gasps> the Ocho. ESPN Ocho. <laughs> oh. When they showed up at the end, all the guys are riding up. The, the, the note, the Mystery Science Theater note that I took was, Hey, guys, did we miss the race? <laughs> Basically, because they're way too far away, yeah, like to know what happened. Yeah. It 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 makes little to zero sense. <laughs> but yeah, so basically they have this thing where he's like, Yeah, won won the race. Uh he's like smoke is like, um I don't know, you know, I respect you. <laughs> and then and he drives away. Off he goes, yep. Yep. And the last line of the movie. The differences between men and boys is the lessons they learn. My father taught me plenty. Is he talking about Will? <laughs> well, yeah, I was in that, that voiceover, too, because that started off the movie as well with that same um, that same lesson. And it even even before that, it said... As long as long as I can remember, or as far back as I can remember, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they going to try and do a Goodfellas thing here?" <laughs> I've always wanted to be a biker. Rags to riches. Why is Ray Liotta narrating this? <laughs> that would have been amazing. <gasps> yeah, Ray Liotta narrating, but like Derek Luke is playing the character. <laughs> Oh my god. I had to go into witness witness relocation. <laughs> now yep. a middle-aged white man living in California. I'm a schmuck just like everyone else. <laughs> Good fellas, spoiler guys. <laughs> so this is a shared universe movie, right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where it's not. But yeah, so Biker Boys 2003. Um uh, Erica, I'll let you go first. Would you uh, would you recommend this one? Uh, I would not. Um, I this is. I mean, for me, it's it's just not in my wheelhouse. Um, and I was bored through most of the movie because honestly, like ninety percent of it was, you know, wheelies and stoppies and talking, and <laughs> there really wasn't any action. And I feel like. You know, they missed sort of the point of doing a film 
about a particular subculture, in this case, like LA bike gangs. Like, imagine if Point Break was 90% surfing and talking. I just, I just feel like it really missed the mark here. And I feel like this was made for a very specific group of people. And that being like the Rough Riders of LA and all those other like actual bike gangs who were involved with like, you know, consulting on the film. Like, I, I feel like that 20 something million dollars this movie made was all those bike gangs going to see this movie again and again. (laughs) <laughs> we gotta make it successful if we want a sequel. Uh, Nathan, what are you saying? Uh, nah, not really. <laughs> I will say that if you're if you, uh, there are parts that make me laugh, but it's not enough to like fully recommend it as like a fun bad movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. But there are definitely like like look up clips on YouTube. I think you guys, the, the biggest problem is just that it's. Obviously, the Fast and the Furious knockoff, and the best part is during the credits when they're showing the pictures of the guys that the article was written about. Yeah. All I could think of was, what do these guys think? <laughs> right? How do they feel about the finished product? Uh, I bet it's their favorite movie. Yeah. Actually, no, it's their second favorite movie. Their first favorite movie is probably the. Torque with Ice Cube and John Doe from X. <laughs> and Adam Scott. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was Biker Boys. So we are going to take a brief break and we will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. And we're back. Yay! Uh... Nathan? Erica? Uh, yes, Brandon? Yes? It's uh, time to get poetic. With our low haiku. And what is the... <coughs> Sorry. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I had to put him back in his cage. Uh, Nathan, what is the low haiku? Well, the low haiku is where we sum up the movie we've just been talking about in the perfect 17 syllables. Exactly, and uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll ask our guest first. Do you have a haiku you'd like to read? I do. I actually oh. wrote one. Yes. Okay, please proceed. 
Biker boys go vroom. Collect your 12-pack, Kid Rock. Or is it Culkin? <laughs> Accurate. They're very good. Very <laughs> California bikes. Not that fast and furious. Kid Rock, home alone. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Synchronized bikers. Street Prophet Orlando Jones. Kid Rock, never mind. <laughs> we all referenced Kid Rock. As, <laughs> as one does. <sighs> we're out. Okay, wow. <laughs> I don't know if Nathan's out. I think he might be in another dimension. So, this movie happened. We talked about it. But, um, what do we always say, Nathan? Well, you know what? I know what we always say, but, uh, Erica, what do we usually say on the show? Don't take our word for it. Don't take our word for it! (laughs) Yeah, we record it live. You know, <laughs> all the songs. Session musicians that. just sit around for an hour and a half to play that one riff. <laughs> They're like, you know, you're paying us by the hour, right? I'm like, I don't care. Shut Thanks. up and sit down. With that. Thanks, Taylor. So yeah, don't take our word for it because, uh, well, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the critics gave this movie a 23. percent Seems high. Yeah, the audience a 53. Seems really low. <laughs> uh well like uh like we th- like you theorized theorized earlier it's probably just all the biker gangs you <laughs> just posting over and over again yeah great movie five stars <laughs> accurate <laughs> but i mean peter howell of the toronto star didn't like this film nathan no he called it the training wheels version of the fast and the furious I feel that the Fast and the Furious would be more the training wheels version because they're the ones that need four wheels. I don't know if he means the literal sense. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? David Hunter from The Hollywood Reporter, he actually apparently did like it. Weird. Said, well, I mean, like, I mean, he says, not without moments of excitement, romance, and rubber-burning redemption. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Erica, you got, you would like to uh, read with us? Uh, I actually saw one on Letterboxd that I thought was pretty funny. Um, they didn't give it a star rating, but uh, Willie uh, said... It's like Will. I'm throwing it up. Hop on the gas tank and stand on it. I'm doing an endo with my two mans on it. I hope when I die, Lawrence Fishburne pulls up to my funeral on his cherry red bike. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. A tribute. Yeah. (laughs) Lawrence Fishburne reads that. He's like, you got it. (laughs) Uh, Greg Mackey of the Star Democrat, out of Easton, Maryland, by the way. I don't know why that, why that matters, but that's that's uh, that's also listed what city and state he's in. He says, director Reggie Rock Bl- Bythewood uh, assures us of two things beyond all doubt. 
motorcycles are really loud and really fast. Okay. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Hardy from LA Weekly has an odd review. After Dancing in September, which is, you know, a song, his droll examination of race and representation in Hollywood by the wood now Hawks contrived escapism in lieu of provoking thought. Was this written by like the Criterion Collection or something? Oh, L.A. Weekly. So, oh yeah. Jesus, <laughs> that rag. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're about they're gonna shut down soon anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> Are they a failing New York Times? Yeah. Oh, L.A. Weekly. He be all right. Yeah. <laughs> audience reviews oh yay so this one this person gave it three stars good movie this movie only have a little sad parts the music is good <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay okay well i got one it's a it's one star so no they didn't care for it and i'm not going to scream it because it is in all caps but just imagine that i am yelling this at the top of my lungs Okay. Wow. Dreadful. Awful. Rude. Bad. Depressing. Depressing. <laughs> Such a really, really, really bad movie. The number two watch. It's such an awful movie. The number two watch. It's so, 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 so bad. It is such an awful movie. The number two, watch. <laughs> you have got to watch the end of the credits throughout this movie as something happens at the end of the credits throughout this movie. Man, this is such a really awful movie. The script is so, 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 so weak. It is such an awful movie. The number two, watch. Avoid this movie at all cost. It is that bad. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that person having a like having an episode? And remember, all caps. Oh. I know you'll like this one, Nathan, based on the one of the reviews you read last time. It's two stars, and it says, not worth getting revved up over. Yo! Um <laughs> 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 Just a couple of quick ones here. One star, a one star review. Nice actors. Too bad the movie story isn't so good. And by the way, black bikers just not used to it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this review is in response to that, but kind of. It's not really, but it's very much uh, a different point of view. Uh, it's also one star, but it says better than the Fast and the Furious. Kiss my black ass. <laughs> I got a half star one that says, turn the TV over right now. Watch the news or even the test card. It'll be more fun. Wait a second. Turn the, so turn the TV around. Over. 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 And and you'll see the news. (laughs) I don't think they know how TVs work. (laughs) This one I think was either written by either you or me, Nathan. Because they give it half a star, mm-hmm. and it just says, the fuck were they thinking? There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. 
Uh, well, I have a two and a half one, and I think it's it's gonna sum everything up just perfectly. Okay. Des noms connus mais histoire ordinaire sur fond de l'écor de moto. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> it would be great if like Erica knew, was like super fluent in Spanish. It was like, actually, that's a really well written review. French. <laughs> that was French, Brendan. Oh, I, I heard like Como, so I thought it was Spanish. Oh, connu, as in uh, known. Oh. <sighs> you failed us again, Brendan. I mean, Spanish, French. What's the difference? <laughs> okay, well, that was Biker Boys. Uh, first, before we start getting into plugs and all that stuff, I want to say, Erica, thank you very, very, very much. Yes. You're welcome. And I'm, <laughs> I am s- sorry. I. So <laughs> I'm the one who picked this. <laughs> yeah, we'll make sure we get a. a uh, like a crazy, like, brain scan-esque movie next time. Okay. <laughs> if only there was a sequel to Brain Scan. If only. Oh, uh, what would that even be? Well, it'd be, you know, Edward Furlong hanging out with a dude who is, like, you know, 10 years older than him still. 40 probably, years old in high school. It'd probably be Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I'd, I'd Macaulay watch Culkin. that. Okay, guys. Obviously, Macaulay Culkin would play the trickster. Clearly. <laughs> Frank Langella would still be in it and be just as grumpy. <laughs> but that's Brain Scan, too. Uh, Nathan, is your pal around? Your your monkey of a friend? Your... Yes. yes, fresh right. off the, uh, the pay-per-views from this weekend. Just one second. You must be tired. Hello, it's your your good friend Montrose Monkington the Third here. Uh, I'd like to thank Brendan and Nathan again for having me on to uh, promote my show. Uh, Miss Erica, it is very nice to meet you. Um, I yes, if you you can check out my. I'm so bloody tired from this past weekend. I, I'm Montrose Monkington III, and you can see my escapades on YouTube on Montrose Monkington TV. On YouTube is the name of my channel. Uh, you can uh, see me on Facebook, Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. Uh, you can you can be friends with me, and then if you want to, you can see me on Twitter uh, at um, Montrose the. the, the uh, the third, that's the number three, R.D. Um, I'm going to drink copious amounts of coffee and uh, try, try to stay awake uh, because the Royal Rumble, uh, it, it just, it's, I, I can't even. Uh, Brendan, <coughs> Dathan, Erica, thank you. More later. Oh, he did he, is he okay? Out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. He he pulled a Sean Bean. <laughs> Just oh, no. out. <laughs> he didn't make it through the whole thing. Damn you okay, it, buddy. You okay? Hmm. Bananas, crumpets. Curse you, father. What? Oh, oh my God. Did he fart or fall asleep? No, he's sleeping now. Oh, okay. In in all fairness, he's he's watched a lot of wrestling this weekend. So, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> you can also find our podcast. I mean, you're listening to it right now, so you have found it in some form. Good but job. you can also find us on the other podcatchers. Uh, we're on Podbean, obviously, at uh, www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search What Were They Thinking? On Twitter and Instagram at www.ttpodcast. You can go to patreon.com and find us on there as well. And Redbubble. We got shit there, too. Erica, is there anything you want to mention there? Uh, yeah. So I actually just started a podcast uh, a little while ago called Customers Also Watched. And it's about Amazon Prime, uh, B-movies on Amazon Prime. Uh, so you can follow on Twitter at CAW Podcast, uh, Facebook or Instagram under Customers Also Watched, um, or Letterboxd under the username Also Watched. And it's available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean. Cool. Awesome. So you follow like uh, you follow like the stream of like uh, when when the Also Watched thing pops up and then you have to keep following that line sort of thing? Correct. Yeah. So I started with one from my personal watch list. And from there, every movie I pick has to be from the customers also watch list. So excellent. So I feel like similar movies might show up. (laughs) Yeah, I get I get a lot of repeats. um, And I'm only I just we just did uh, episode five. And I'm already into some really bad into some garbage. So (laughs) (laughs) For the seventh time this month, we're doing Witchboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. It can't be a movie that I've seen before. Like okay. so, no, no repeats. Um, and I can only pick it based on like the description of the movie in the list. Like I can't like go look at reviews or try and read up on it. I basically have to pick it like on the spot. So excellent. So if oh, you wow. see demon, if you see Demons of Ludlow, definitely watch it. Ah, I know better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I guess that'll do it. So again, thank you for for being on the show, thanks for and for me. being a patron. That's yeah, awesome. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah. And uh, Nathan, I guess I just I guess I just have to ask you a question. Oh, you got a question for me, bud? Uh, I got a couple. All right. Well, fire away. I mean, in a movie that is basically the Fast and the Furious of motorcycles. I don't know what you're talking about. And the movie where Kid Rock has, uh, again, I'm not going to take credit for this theory, but he has somehow become a Time Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a movie where Lorenz Tate wants to brand his women. Yes. Small part, but it's important. Yes, very. And the movie, you know, there's just so much to talk about. Um, I just got to say, I just got to say one thing, Nathan. What might that be? One second. <laughs> Download the song for free. Oh, that's the wrong part. <laughs> what the hell? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on <laughs> Wait, I'm dying. Okay, let's try that again. Okay. Because that song starts out on YouTube as download this song for free. <laughs> I don't think that's part of the song. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try that again. <laughs> I just got to say one thing, Nathan. Uh, what might that be? Passion, the the spark within. Passion, strength within. The heart's 
That's not the oh, name I... of our goddamn show. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, what were they thinking? Better. Propaganda, positive propositions, a politician, musician, and a triple optician. Still part of my mission is to slaughter the opposition. Critics that don't get it, I tell them to stop bitching. I do without blacks, I've done it without cash. Strictly for the love of the art, that's passion. Flashing, rapping, a jamming, a sound clashing. When quantum meets explain. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh yeah. Everything I learned from movies. Helps to make life a little bit at eilfm.podbean.com Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah, where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Complex. On Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine. What do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. <laughs> <laughs>